time again! I'm here, I got some cocoa, even though it's hot. Ben's over there, he's got some... What do you got, Ben? What I have some, some, some water. I need some to stay hydrated. Water? Some water for hydration. Yeah. That's smart. If I were smarter, I'd have the water too, but no, it's cocoa for me. Well, question and though, did you make the cocoa with water or did you make it with milk? Because Because I'm lactose intolerant, I grew up making hot cocoa with water all the time. I need two, but I like it much better with milk. So. I'm assuming it tastes great with milk. Yeah, it does. It's richer. Yeah. Anyways, you're a Ludra. And that's Ben. And we're here in our box fort. That's not our theme song. No. It's kind of close, though. So, Ben. Hey, Ben. How hey. are you on this not at all chill evening? Autumn cannot get here fast enough. I know. I need autumn. I want autumn here. I'm looking Please, forward autumn. to winter because then that's when I get cold weather. I beseech you, autumn, come and come with a fury so that we may all know that autumn is, is nigh. Yeah. When we had some rain, it got cool mm -hmm. for like two days. That was nice. Oh, I bet. And by cool, I mean like 80 degrees. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Man, I want rain. I want so much rain. Everybody's like worried about the amount of rain we got. Yeah. That's kind of how stuff is here, too. But anyways. Yeah, the reservoirs fill back up and everyone knows peace. Yeah. Then the Fire Nation attacked. I don't know. I just feel like that's that would just the be, next that step. Would, yeah, yeah, it probably it really would. is. You know, it really is. It really is the most likely thing to happen. And then Fire Nation attacked. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyways. Uh, hi. Ben, will you find the new Avatar? Because I'm not feeling up for that road trip to the North Pole. You know what? To tell you the truth, I like I'm not good enough to be Sokka. And I definitely don't have any bending abilities. You would be best Sokka. <gasps> what are you talking about? You have all the jokes, Ben. You have all the jokes. No, I just oh. have like half of the puns. Like that's about all I have. I have no chance whatsoever with like the, the actual like combat and mm -hmm. strategy. No, that's not me at all. This would not work. All you got to do is throw a boomerang and yell, go boomerang and you are Sokka. That's... If it hits, great. Good on you. If it doesn't, Aw, Sokka. Hopefully it comes back so I still have it. That's all I care about. <laughs> but then again, I guess I do kind of have like the ponytail man bun thing going. I need to figure out how to like turn it into a bun. And then I can officially say I have a man bun so I can not ever do it. You, you never. Uh, you have a sister, Ben, as 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 often as you pretend otherwise. <laughs> you have fun. a sister. Yes, I do. I I also have a partner in my life who she can definitely tell me how to do I'm it, too. I'm just saying, growing up, she never messed with your hair? Well, I mean, she I did. Mean, I'm sure but, Nevermore does now, but... But by the time I had long hair in high school, she had already graduated. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it just never happened. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know Nevermore can teach you now, but I'm just surprised you don't have that foundation no, no, of. I just basically have the, like, I can braid, um, and... Hey, hey that's can, real good. Yeah, and I can ponytail. That's about it. So, yeah, either it's uh, wash my hair, brush it, and then just let it hang loose. Uh, if it's hot outside, which it is, tie it back before I go outside. 
Yeah. So, yeah. By the way, if if uh, the audience has seen a picture of me from forever ago before the pandemic hit, when I had short hair, I haven't gotten my hair cut since the pandemic started. So therefore, it's very long in case yes. you're wondering what we're talking about. Yes. Ben's hair is quite long and Ben is in a state where people have been venturing out regardless of lockdowns and mm -hmm. it's just never going to be safe, it seems. Yeah. Exactly. So, woohoo. <laughs> but I will say staying inside has given us the one thing that is nice, and that is being able to be a happy introvert. Yeah, I'm sure all the introverts in the world are so happy. Yeah. I'm an extrovert. <laughs> Stuck. Surprisingly. Like the... I'm an introvert, believe it or not. Yeah, I, I, I can kind of piece that together. We've been friends long enough. Yeah, true. Like, like yeah, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a functioning introvert. Let's call it that. Where, yeah, mm. I, you know, I go into a big place, and you know, I'm, I'm very sociable. I can talk to people and everything. But yeah, you put on, you put on the, uh, the Ben the Mage facade. Yeah. You know, like so, I well, do. It's with not the even Lutra. much of a facade. It's just I do that for a while, and then it's like. Okay, time to leave for a little bit. Then yeah. I'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. We, that's how I survive conventions, really. Mm-hmm. You go, hey, I've got this thing going on over here, and you're really going to take a nap. Or just go find a quiet corner and just be like, okay, everything's cool. We're good. Breathe. Breathe. I'm going to look at Twitter for a little bit and just unplug from the world. By plugging into a device. That made no sense, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you're getting at, because Twitter scrolling is pretty solitary. Yeah, for the most like, part. Like, that's not a group effort. You can't all be gathered around one screen going, ooh, what did Ben say about this? And Well, I mean, you can, but that's just part. weird. Like, I don't recommend that. Neither do I. Like, if you're, if you're here for social tips, I'm sorry. This is not social tips with Ben and Aluja. No, definitely not. Definitely not. But we do have other types of tips, like yes. things that we enjoy that we share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to jump right in. I'm going to share something. Good. Ben, share something. Yeah. So I played this a little while ago. And I've... Okay. So if you remember PlayStation Plus, you get access to like three or two or three games or something every month for free. Yes. And like as long as and you... it's insane and it's usually pretty good yeah. sometimes it's kind of yeah but as long as you add it to your library it's always yours as long as you're a member of playstation plus mm -hmm. so one of these was uh titanfall 2 which who knows when it was actually part of the whole playstation plus deal but it's been in my library for a very long time and i'd heard really good things about the the single player campaign because i don't want to i don't want to jump in and play multiplayer at all don't care about that yeah. Uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I've heard good things. I feel like it's been a while since I've actually done a shooter. Let me try it out. See what I, you know, see what this is all about. Now, are you familiar with the Titanfall games at all? Not at all. Okay. Ben. So it's, it's by EA mm -hmm. and you are a dude running around shooting stuff, right? Right. But you're also a mech pilot. So you can, you seamlessly go from dude running around, then you jump in your cockpit and then the HUD and everything changes and then you're, you know, everything's smaller because you're in a big giant mech. And it is pretty cool. Now, 
when I started playing the game, it's like, okay, here's your training thing. And like, you can slide on things. You have like this double jump and it's pretty neat. And then it turns out main character is voiced by Matt Mercer. So I'm like, oh, that's nice. I'm like, this is good. This is good. So then I'm like, okay, cool. So I go through, I play the robot, I think, and I could be wrong. I didn't do my research, so I, who knows, but it sounds like Optimus Prime. So I'm like, this is cool too. So you go through, you play the game. And I just wanted to say, I had a, a lot of fun with it. It's like maybe five, six hours or something like that. You know, just a very wow. small single player campaign for a multiplayer game. It's like, mm-hmm. you know how multiplayer used to be tacked on to everything? Well, now yeah. I feel like single players tacked on to shooters just exactly me too but uh, i do as well yeah like you go through you try all these different like kind of uh frames for your mech to figure out like different weapons and stuff like that and um you know there's things where you're forced to get out and run around and shoot dudes and stuff and Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different weapons and everything and i just i really had a good time with it it was was pretty cool i was all stoked about the sci-fi-ness of it and hey being matt mercer for a while not a bad thing not never a bad thing Yeah. yeah yeah It was kind of fun. So, hey, if you randomly have it on PlayStation Plus and you haven't tried it at all and you like first person shooters, give it a try. Uh, Did I dump or did I dump? Did I jump at all? Or I was going to say dip into, but yeah, mix that up. Did I jump at all into multiplayer? No. Will I? No. Is it still on my PlayStation? No. (laughs) But that, that single player experience was pretty cool. That's awesome. Okay, so I totally had a childish moment when you said cockpit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was wondering why you put your hands over your mouth and kind of looked at me and then gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, that was um that was just me just being completely immature there for a bit. Sorry. That's okay. But it happens. I, I don't know what it is with me sometimes. It's just like that wasn't that funny, but yet it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. No. Well, what's even better, did you ever play Zone of the Enders? No. Okay. We played very different games. Yes. Like, oh, no. I, I know. Even all I know the time. Do. I know we do. But um, I'm going to just link a quick picture of the the mech that you, you fly around in Zone of the Enders. And I got to find a bigger one because um, I, I will ask you the very important question of where do you think the cockpit is? Oh no. You're talking to the person who remember in, in Star Trek, I flew my, my ship backward. Oh yeah. No, I know. I know. Okay. It's not the best picture. It's small, but uh, anyway, so there's a link there for you. Uh, Guess where the cockpit is. All right. The the mech's name is uh, Jehuti. Yeah, I want to go see this picture. Um, Let me see if I can find a bigger one. Oh, that's a bigger one. Okay, so it's this lady, it looks like, with ballerina feet. and Much bigger picture. A big old lion in her chest and then a head. So logically, you'd think it'd be in the head or chest. But, oh, no, I see it. Oh, no, it's the cod piece, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's this oh, the, this no. whole thing just jutting right out. It's like slightly, like like kind of sticking mm-hmm. out where a belly button would be almost. Yeah. But just, just yes. sticking right out there. Yeah, it's it's 
It's a cod piece. It's <laughs> yeah. male situational armor. Yeah, I will say that the game, it, I mean, it's a total mech game and you fly around and this is like kind of fast paced and stuff. I had a lot of fun with that. The second one's way better. Um, but yeah, the, the design, I'm just like, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, yeah. And then there's the flight mode, which <laughs> I forgot about the flight mode. <laughs> I'm going to wait till you're done drinking first. Okay. There we go. <laughs> and Guys, uh, guys just... this is the most inappropriate looking <laughs> mech I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we'll just, we'll leave it at that. Uh, if you... Uh, oh my gosh. want to know what we're talking about, just do a search for Zone of the Enders or for the mecha Jehuti, which is J-E-H-U-T-Y. Or don't, you know, if you're at work or something. <laughs> if you're at work, maybe don't. not. Yeah. I, I'm not getting somebody in trouble at work, Ben. <laughs> yeah, like I said, though, good game. Honestly, good game. Had fun with it. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Titanfall 2, good game. Uh, on that note i'm gonna talk about kataria fables a cute little kitty cat game where you're a kitty cat and you have a farm and you've got to kill things and then you can grow things but not because you killed things because you want to oh really yeah it's cute it just came out on steam this week and i was really excited because it looks adorable and i got a copy because yes and it's supposed to be one of those open worlds, play as you want, but okay, play as you want until something. It's a little grindy. I'm not gonna lie. Now, like this game it, is grindy. Is it one of those things where it's like, okay, play as much as you want, but then you have to wait for your energy to come back before you can play? No, again? no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. This is an actual game. Okay, it is not a, a a mobile game or anything. It's a cute little game. You're a kitty cat, and you've been sent to um, protect a town. Okay, okay. And so you move into your grandfather's farm. Of course. And then you, they're like, hey, can you kill some of these monsters? And you go, yeah, I can kill some of these monsters. And so you go and you kill the monsters and everybody's like, yeah, you did it. And then you do a bunch more quests for the people involving, you know, hey, can you grow three wheat? Or I need you to kill five of these things. Yeah. And the problem with the game is is uh, it, it's like a Zelda where you don't actually level or anything. Okay. You just get better gear. But to get better gear, you need like 20 of this item that this monster drops mm. and 5,000 gold. And you're like, oh, um, all right. So you go and you got to go back to the place and you spend like an hour killing mobs the spawn yeah and you get the 20 things you need and then it's like boom okay congratulations your your sword is leveled up but it, and you're like but i want to use my bow well you have not gotten to the area where the bow's upgrade item is yet oh yeah so now i gotta use my sword which is way bigger which is cool and it does kill things faster but i wanted to use my oh <laughs> i so, get you i get you yeah. yeah yeah so they're like play any way you want and i'm like liars <laughs> <laughs> play any way you want in this tight regimented way yeah yeah 
you're using your sword through here because you have not gotten to the area to unlock the item that you need to upgrade your bow. So, any way you want, as long as the way we say it is. Of course, everybody and knows that that item is, of course, just a new bowstring. It's a fruit, if you must know. I don't have the magic fruit. Okay. No idea, yeah. then. No idea. <laughs> yeah. I it's tried. a magic fruit. I have everything else, but wow. not a magic fruit. Okay. Sigh. So do you at least know how to get the magic fruit, or is it at the nope. point where it's like it didn't even tell you yet? Nope. It doesn't actually tell you where the items come from until you get them. And even then, I have two flowers in my pocket that I have no idea how I got. Hmm. They're like, you killed a monster and got this. I'm like... Yeah, but you say it's a ghost, and I've never even seen a ghost. It's dying breath. It was giving you a flower. It's like, yeah. please spare me. And I said, pew, no. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm running around, and I'm just grinding up stuff to get some armor, and I just bought a hat, which I needed 20 mushrooms for. Mm -hmm. And now I have a little mushroom hat on my head. But the game came with, like, immediate transmog. Like, hey, you're a solid gray cat. If you do not like this, go to your house, which will unlock very shortly, and walk up to the mirror, and then change what color cat you are. Okay. Yeah, so you can, like, not be a gray cat, which is cool, because I didn't want to be a gray cat. And they had, like, all sorts, like, um... You could be a Siamese or a tabby or just a bunch of different, all black, all white. It's really cute. Oh, that's yeah. actually really cute. So you can be the color cat you want, and then you can change the look of the gear you're wearing if you want. Okay. Which, you know, that's always a good thing. Nobody wants to be stuck wearing the, the dopey looking armor. Yeah, of course. You know, you want to be the cool looking hero. So I'm pretty into these aspects. I'm not so into how grindy it is. And then uh, <laughs> now and then there will be really loud water sounds and I'm nowhere near water. That's maybe that's where the magic fruit grows. It's in the magic uh, invisible. Oh water. No, because you can't you walk by all these big flowers and mushrooms and stuff and you'd think, man, it'd be great to pick that. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't there is no there is no just gathering <laughs> gotcha you get it by killing a monster or you do without these are your options people that's, i hope you like them that's really interesting mm -hmm. i like it though you know it's yeah. like oh i need some more flowers let's go kill some ghosts yeah but yeah. where do these ghosts spawn? How did I find them? Doesn't matter. I killed a carrot. <laughs> I killed a carrot that was hopping around. It's an evil carrot, too. Well, yeah. If it's hopping around, that means that it's trying to, you know, fight a mm -hmm. bunny, right? Actually, they did attack a little baby <gasps> when I when I first was uh, no. wandering into town. Yes, a little baby. She was where she wasn't supposed to be, which is like, shame on you, but you don't deserve to die for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. That, look, you can't learn your lesson if you're dead. Everybody. Knows yeah. That. And, and and you shouldn't have to die to learn a lesson. Exactly. Unless it's Especially what's when death you're like. a cute little baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
They were they were chasing a butterfly and got too far out of town, is what they told me. I hate it when that happens. Mm-hmm. All the time. It's like, kid, you need the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, all that is is reminding me of uh, Buttons and Mindy from Animaniacs. <laughs> right, right. She needed the internet, too. She needed one of those baby Einstein fake laptops. She mm-hmm. wouldn't have gone anywhere. Exactly. Well, it sounds like a fun game, though. I'm glad you're enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I am enjoying it for as much as I'm I'm kind of hating on it right now. It is really adorable. The art is so sweet. And um, the sound effects when you're not being deafened by invisible waterfalls are really great. Good. Yes. So, I mean, I am enjoying it. It's just, it's got... It's got a need for for a polish, you know. Not as bad as some games I've played. Looking at you, fantasy blacksmith. But I mean, <laughs> well, even then, yeah, even then, even then it, it has its cool. reasons. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hmm. yeah, fantasy blacksmith at least had a warning. Hey, this game's not done. Yeah, true. <laughs> this game's supposed to be finished, so I'm like a little more critical than you'd probably like. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm segueing here. If you, if you're not ready to move on, that's cool. Just let no, me know. Okay. Kataria cool. Fables, guys. It's on PC and Switch. So, if you want to talk about a game about upgrading things and finding and gathering things, I got a great game to tell you about. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, first of all, before anything, I just, I'm just gonna toss this out here. Um, I've stalled on The Last of Us Two just because it is. Very heavy and dark, and I'm not ready for that right now. Yeah, and sometimes you're like, you know what? Yeah. We're going to cut here. and <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like what you said during our D&D game. We're not going to do this anymore because I'm really sad, so here's a summary. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> anyways, so I won't be talking about that for a while. I, If I get back into it again, I don't know if I'll start over or if I'll continue, whatever. Doesn't matter. Not doing it right now. Yeah. What I am doing, though... Uh, well, it does have kind of a a kind of darkish start. It is mm-hmm. at the same time kind. It, it's more hopeful, and I'm oh. definitely into it. And the environment and everything is great as well. And that is uh, Ghost of Tsushima. So I don't know if you've heard anything about this. It came out on. I know it exists. Okay, came out on PS4 like a while ago. Um, they recently had a collector's edition version come out for PS5 that. Uh, utilizes like the the cool um, like analog uh, triggers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I've heard good things. I'm gonna go ahead and give this a try. Starts out like <laughs> horribly. Um, you're a samurai. You're with a whole bunch of other samurai. You're defending your island from the moguls, and uh, well, guess what? You get defeated. And then the whole thing is, is uh, basically you're, you know, going around kind of gathering help. You're going to go rescue your uncle who's being held captive, who's like, you know, the the leader of the province or something like that. And mm-hmm. I got to say, I'm loving this game. It is great. The environments and stuff are beautiful um, to the point where it's like I rode through a field of flowers and it's just gorgeous. And I'm like, this is nice. There is uh, like a uh, up- upgrading system. You know, you go through, you, you collect a whole bunch of different items and stuff, which, okay, I will admit it's a little weird when you're going to get like get some moguls out of a burning village who've like, you know, attacked and everything. And you're walking into homes 
who, you know, there's like people in there who are like, you know, scared and, 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 you know, being terrorized and stuff and you just start taking stuff from them like here's a thing of supplies oh my here's gosh. some iron it's just that's how the game works it's just there's stuff scattered around and you just you know walk up hit r2 and then you pick it up and then, you know it's yours for upgrading stuff like that's a little weird but you know i'm i'm it's it's a video game it's it's the video game yeah. mechanic it's not yeah. like you're actually doing this and like stealing from these people it's you know it's not like story or anything but you know mm. it's just one of those things where it's like hey I'm a video game. Remember me? That's one of those things just kind of popping up. But um, the the action in it is really cool because again, you're you're a samurai, mm-hmm. and um, you know you're fighting Are you with a people. Good samurai who's on the warrior's path of righteousness and goodness and See, saving. That's, that's the neat thing about it is, is because you're going through, you're trying to save your people and the island. And um, very early on in the mission, like, you know, before you get, you know, to the open world part where you can actually explore, it takes you down a path where um, you have to sneak out of this village with this this other woman. And like she's uh, prompting and getting you to, like, assassinate people so you can sneak past. And the whole point is, is like, you know, your uncle taught you better than this because, you know, it's not honorable and stuff. So you have the choice to kind of. Uh, once you get out of there, you have the choice to be assassiny or to be like honorable samurai guy. And because do you, do you of, have to kill the people to get out? Um, I, I'm assuming it's it's all part of like the tutorial section. So I'm guessing that, that you have to. I didn't really try to to, you know, bypass that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the neat thing is, is that there are like strongholds and stuff later on that you can either stumble upon or like villagers that you save from like roving bandits or or moguls or whatever say hey mm-hmm. oh this place over here this uh they need help and stuff and so you can go in there and you can totally sneak in and just like assassinate everything but the first time i did that on my own i had a flashback to my uncle telling me about how it was wrong so it's like it's really kind of putting in the whole hey you're a samurai is this really what you want to do so yeah ever since then i don't sneak anymore and the cool thing is, is that there are mechanics in there that work with, with this. Um, so like if you get close to an area and people spot you, if you push like up on the D-pad, it's standoff and it's you versus one dude. And then, you know, you hold down triangle and then you wait. And then as soon as they make a move to attack, you let go of triangle and then you go and kill them in one hit. And then you can like level up your samurai-ness. Mm-hmm. and an- another person will come and attack you. And if you swing at the right time, you'll get them in one hit. And then you can have up to a total of three in a standoff. And then another dude will run up and then, you know, you get him in one hit and then you go in and, and attack and, you know, try to take everything out. And I'm enjoying the combat so much because there's different stances that you'd have. Like some are, are strong against like spears and, and these giant axes. This stance is really good against a sword and shield. This stance is really good against this. and as you're going through and you're leveling up and doing different things, you know, you get more, more to your techniques, um, as well as you unlock assassin weapons, which mm-hmm. I don't have any problem using those. Like one of them is, uh, um, it's just like a quick throw. You throw kunai out and it like stuns a dude, but I've gotten to the point where I can have sticky bombs. So I just hit that really quick and I throw a sticky bomb out at someone and then they, they, they just blow up and die. I'm like, cool, we're good. Move on to the next person. Um, next yeah exactly and i mean when you're going in and you know not being stealthy like you get surrounded by tons of dudes 
So mm-hmm. I've gotten like pretty good with like, you know, uh, parry, then like slash parry slash kind of rolling and dodging, getting out of the way. I and suck at dodging. That's why I'm having a hard time in my kitty cat game. I'm usually really bad at it, but it telegraphs it so much better than a lot of other games. So like mm-hmm. if it's thing that you need to, to dodge, like a little red, uh, like bright red X comes from the person who is attacking like on them. So you totally see it. You can just kind of sidestep out of the way or roll if you unlock the roll. Um, and then there's instances where like things that would be unblockable like that. If you get good enough, it turns into a blue one and then you can parry it. And then like you can have an ultimate parry where if you put enough points into your samurai section for that, if people see you do a perfect parry, they'll just get scared and run away. Like and, and, the and they're perfect. Just, yeah. Yeah. And they're just out of the fight. And it's really cool. Like, like cast. Exactly. Yuck. <laughs> oh, that was a bad one. <laughs> Anyways, um, so the combat on it is actually really good. The environment's really neat. Mm-hmm. And now I need to tell you the best part of the game. There's a best part? There's a best it's part of the game. It's not all that? I mean, there could be better things than this, but I think you'll agree with me that it's the best part. Okay, I can't wait. Hit me. Oh, there's more stuff to talk about. I'm going to hold off on the best part. Okay. So then also as you're going through, um, you'll find different things. Like there's, uh, um, I forget exactly what it is, but it's like a bamboo stand. And mm-hmm. you level up like your sword play by cutting through a, a bunch of bamboo stalks. So it starts off like you, it gives you three button prompts. You have to do it really fast. And then you cut through three. Then you cut through five. And then uh, you cut through seven. If you get all, through all seven, then it's like, hey, here you get more resolve or something like that. Yeah, and it's it's really fun to do because it's like okay, it's like really quick DDR kind of like tap 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 tap, and you know got to do it right and stuff. Um, what a weird best part of the game, Ben. No, no, that's not the best part. I'm putting telling you other stuff first to build up to the best part. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure our listeners are just thrilled oh, about yeah. that. Um, let's see, there's just random places that you can go where you compose a haiku. And then you get experience from that. Like you, mm-hmm. you kneel down and then you kind of look around and, and you, you actually choose the different verses and then you get a headband from it. Um, let's see. There are also hot springs that you go to and dude gets totally naked, walks right in, sits down. Well, you, you see his butt. You don't see the front end. Um, and then, you know, it's like, what do you want to reflect on? And then you choose between two things and then let's see. Okay. As you're running around, a yellow bird might kind of appear. And if you follow it, it takes you to different points of interest. So you don't have to like find everything on your own, which is really nice. Um, one of the cool things is, is like, you know how you have a waypoint system on open world maps. Mm-hmm. Well, instead of like having a mini map to show you which way to go and everything, the wind blows in the direction that you were supposed to go. So you follow the wind to your like different objectives and waypoints and stuff. And it's really cool. Huh. The best part of the game. Oh, okay. Are we actually going to get to hear it or are we going to be like denied this time again? You get near a thing called a fox den Mm -hmm. and a red fox comes out and does like little yip yip and everything and you chase it and it leads you to a a shrine, a fox shrine. Mm -hmm. Then you honor the shrine and if you get a certain number of shrines that are honored, then uh, it unlocks a spot so that you can yeah, equip another charm to, you know, that gives you special abilities. Like, um, you know, if you kill someone, you get 15% more health back or, you know, something like that. 
Mm-hmm. Once you're done honoring the shrine, you can turn and pet the fox. And okay, there that are, is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Guys. There's more than that... one animation for petting the fox. Sometimes it gets on its back and lets you rub its belly. Other times it just gets excited and runs around in a circle. Uh, it is adorable. In fact, I actually tweeted out one of these um, like a week or two ago because I was just so excited about it. And I'm like, it's so adorable. It's the best part of the game. And it truly is just amazing. And the sounds it makes are really cute. And yeah, like overall, I'm loving this game. It's a really good escape. 10 of 10 for fox bellies. 10 of 10, actually 12 of 10 for fox bellies. Um, The only times that it doesn't work are like when the the shrine is like on a cliff and there's just enough room for you to stand there. There's no place for the fox to like wait for you. So I get really bummed at those. But Yeah. yeah, all the other ones, amazing. And like the different stories and like side quests and stuff are a lot of fun. And like, I'm, I'm just really enjoying the heck out of this game. So yeah, Ghost of, of uh, Tsushima. That's a T-S-U-S-H-I-M-A. Okay. I guess that was worth the wait. You get to pet a fox. Yeah. You get to, and it likes you. I mean. It's exciting when on, you show guys. up. It's all like, it makes little yipping sounds and stuff. Um. One of the, one of the best ones was after I honored the 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 shrine, like I pet it, and then it did the the jump, like it's you know like pouncing mm-hmm. down into the snow, but there wasn't any snow, so just jumping. Oh, it was adorable. Love that it. Sounds so cute, Ben. That sounds so cute. Good stuff. So cute. Good stuff. Uh, well, I am playing a game in beta. Really? It's called Power Wash Simulator. But there are no cute foxes, so I don't know how I could follow that up. Well, I mean, one of the things about Ghost of Tsushima that I'm enjoying is just how satisfying it is. And petting a fox is pretty darn satisfying, if you ask me. I know. It sounds way satisfying. But no, I'm just hosing off mud off of playground. No, actually, it's pretty zen. You don't realize you've turned your thoughts off until something catches your attention out of the game. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, I've been doing this for two hours. Wow. Yeah. Like one level or just. just Oh, oh, easily one of these levels. Some of these levels are massive, Ben. I showed you a video or you you looked up the video I was referring to before, mm-hmm. and you saw just the backyard level. That's just the backyard. There's a skate park. There's a massive tree dwelling. Not oh. a tree house. A tree dwelling. It has three floors to it. Oh, holy crap. And there's like uh, just there's so many things, and they're all caked with like spray paint and mud and dirt and grime, and you're just like, all of a sudden, you're like, I've been doing this for two hours. <laughs> That's cool. So, wow. The video that I saw of the backyard, like, it started off and the dude was just, you know, cleaning the fence. I'm like, okay, cool. It's, mm-hmm. you know, a, a paint the fence thing. And then he looked at the ground and started to spray, and the ground was a target. I'm like, oh, okay. And yes, because there are little paving stones for you to clean. Yeah. And then there was a little pond there that was also able to be cleaned. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. And then the porch and then the house and then the barbecue grill and then like another part of the fence and then the gate. And then, and it just exploded into so many different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's power washing simulator. It's, 
he could have looked around first and seen everything, and you probably missed the part where he scanned the whole place. Oh, I did. Because there's skipping. also like a swing and a shed and a doghouse and a lawnmower and a toy car and a birdhouse. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> and that's a pretty fast level comparatively. Oh, geez. Yeah. And so Power Washing Simulator is a game that you're like, okay, how, how much fun could this be? And then you're like, oh my gosh, this is this is just a game where you can turn off your brain. And and let's face it, folks, sometimes we need something That's important. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And then since this Let's Player has finished um, his playthrough... They've added like five more levels. Like I just cleaned a monk monastery. Oh, that my. is the filthiest thing in the game. It's just mud. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense. You know, they they don't. If it's a vow of silence thing, they're not telling each other to clean up after themselves. Oh no no no! They they left because of other shenanigans, and uh, there was a tornado. Oh, and the tornado came and just threw mud all over it. And the guy who hired you is like, hey, so I thought this might be a bad sign since they're all on their pilgrimage for them to come back and see theirs is the only place that was hit by this tornado. You might think they might see it as a sign from the divine or something. And instead, I want them to come back to a clean place Makes sense. because, you know, then that's a better sign to come back to. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's nice. And then I finished the job, and then the guy ruined it. He ruined it. What, what did he do? He said, oh, great, this is so nice, thank you. Those monks, monks will be giving me free labor on my farm for the rest of my life. Such oh. a good investment. And oh. I was like, can I get, like, all this dirt back on there? And, and... <laughs> <laughs> minion 2 was like leave him a note <laughs> i'm like all right yeah totally you, yeah. you can't it's not a gameplay mechanic but it's like yeah leave him a note i'm gonna leave them a note telling them that's about what happened. horrible mm-hmm. like seriously horrible what the heck yeah yeah thanks for that one i didn't need that punch in the gut there power washing simulator oh and while i'm playing power washing simulator i am listening to the most discordant thing you can listen to i was listening to um uh uh what's it called uh i was listening to dimensions 20s crown of candy <laughs> which is game of thrones in Candyland. you guys it oh, was it was it bloody is? yeah it was bloody it was bad there were like scheming politicians and crowns really were being snatched at and stuff and it was <laughs> it was violent okay that's awesome mm-hmm but I'm like zenning out and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, an attack because of such and such and this and that. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's one of the ones that I'm thinking that I really need to to get into. I mean, there's so many different Dimension 20 ones on there. Like I, I'm still working through um, uh, season two of Fantasy High and it's so good. I'm enjoying it so much. So good. Okay, so it's not Dimension 20, but it's everybody's favorite critical role. Um, have you had a chance to watch the Ashley Johnson uh, space one yet? No, no, I've actually I've actually taken a short break. 
from um, watching D&D just for this week, and and I'm going to watch it first thing. Okay. Uh, well, good news is not actually, uh, it's not a, a, like a, a D20 system, something else entirely. Oh, cool. As cool. far as I can tell. Um, but yeah, Ashley loves movies. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it's great. I had a lot of fun with it. So that Anyways. sounds adorable. Yeah. I can't wait. I, I honestly can't wait to listen to it. I might not even really wait. You know but what? I just feel do like what I need you got to do with however you need to do it. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like okay. I've got a lot of stuff going on this week, dude. So much this week. I get it. And uh, no, I like. I'm at a point where it's it's kind of hard to to really be able to do the things I need to do as well as like pay attention to yeah. you know stuff like that. So I get it. I really you do. might just zone out because you're power washing stuff and you're in the zone and then <laughs> exactly yeah no everybody has stuff like I just randomly found out that hey Thursday night I probably get to work again super duper late yay all because Ooh. of one product release or a product not product but one um uh software release that just won't work so yay oh nothing to do with anything I did so double boo yeah. it's one thing to earn it yeah you know but at the same time it's like at least it's overtime and i need it right now so mm-hmm. that's yeah. a plus but at the same time boo but boo you can't pet foxes during that time i know exactly <laughs> but anyways um mm-hmm. what else have you been doing like what anything else going on over there okay so i've been trying to grow a plant because I'm bad at that. Like, as much as I play digging in dirt games, I'm really bad at growing a plant. And I have found... So I thought, you know what? I'm going to get me a succulent. Because okay. succulents, like, don't die that easy. And they only need to be watered once a month or something crazy like that. So I went out and I got myself an aloe vera. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It was very tiny, and it looked really beat up and sad. And I thought, if I don't adopt it, who will? And so I ran. Hey, Charlie home. Brown, to you? Totally, Charlie Brown, me, man. And I don't even care. I was so sad for it. It looked so sad and pathetic, and you know, its roots were growing up over the little pot it was in and oh, stuff. Oh wow! And, yeah. So I bring it home and I stick it in direct sunlight. I water it, and then I leave it alone, and it almost dies. You guys. you guys not only did i find an aloe vera plant that needs to be watered every single day oh no but i also found the one that hates the sun hates it loathes it i couldn't figure out why it wasn't thriving it was always floppy and, and terrible and and squishy to the touch and then then i had to dog sit and i left it inside for um a week and it it tripled in size you guys it tripled in size <laughs> while while it was out of the sun and it was one of those moments where i went uh, okay so i kept it out of the sun it's just been growing ever since it's just been growing so big and so fast okay i have a very important question to ask mm-hmm. okay like i cannot understate how important this is okay is it asking for blood? It is not asking for blood. Okay. Okay. Good. 
We uh, we yeah. don't have an Audrey two situation on our hands here. No, we definitely do not. That's important when it comes to yeah. to plants and plant growth. It, yeah, it can be scary, right? Because you're like, oh no, is it going to be asked for animal sacrifices? What do I do now? I don't want to be that guy. Do I need to I'm kill not... a dentist? You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, dentist is asking for it. But oh, anyway, totally. totally, and he did it himself. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know. Just waste not want want. Uh, want not. Want want. Exactly. So, yeah. So I got it some succulent buddies and I put them back outside, right? Because outside is where plants should be, especially Sutton. No. <laughs> no. Well, you know what? There's a lesson to be learned and you're learning it. That's what matters, really. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's still alive, right? They are very much alive. They are on my dining room table. Unfortunately, the pot I got in anticipation of them being outside is pretty big. Oh, I get it. It's like, so it's like a table centerpiece. And it's on my dining room table right now. Gotcha. Because it's it's pretty big. But I was like, no, it's big enough to go outside. You need to go outside. It turns out, no, I have to find a way to slowly introduce it to outside. So it's like putting a fish in a new aquarium. Maybe even slower than that, because, I mean, if I leave it outside for an hour, it starts going limp and soggy and weird. And I'm like, you are so spoiled in your climate controlled little habitat. Why are you thriving indoors? Well, okay, so me, the person who knows absolutely nothing about plants. I know less is this the right climate because see way back when after seeing karate kid my mom wanted a bonsai tree and so she got one and then it died and then she got another one and it died and it we she tried multiple times she's actually really good at plant and you know like plants and and uh, keeping things growing and stuff like she had rose garden or rose bushes that were just beautiful uh overall bonsai trees do not work out in phoenix it has to do with the climate so it could mm. be just something that like outside where you are right now, like it's just not the right place of the world. Like it's too dry. I I, I don't know. Uh, I saw on some message board. I mean, my brother has a massive one. It is massive. Yeah. It is as big as a coffee table. It's out on his back. Dogs run into it head first and it, it it's fine. It's just fine. It's so big. It is so big, you guys. Like it's just because trees. that one's taken over. That's that's the that's that's trees the that could one. live in this pot. Trees, like a full grown tree, could live in this pot and be like cool with it. <laughs> it's like two feet tall. Wow. On its own, it is huge, and it's just outside, and even less shade than mine is in and it's just like yeah maybe it's a specific like part of its growth cycle where it really needs to be like you know kind of sheltered and stuff like maybe it yeah but it's 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 bigger than my microphone now like it's bigger than this well maybe it's of the age where it's supposed to be winter where it's milder okay yeah okay (laughs) big cup that okay maybe i don't know like i said i don't know about plants (laughs) Yeah, I don't know either. All I know is it's acting like a spoiled little 
everything. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, fine. You're still alive, so you can be inside. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I, I kind of have to, if I want to keep it outside, I have to find a way to acclimate it to direct sunlight. And I'm just like, I read this online today and I'm like, what? Because like you said, it's like a goldfish in a tank. And I'm like, acclimate it. So I put it outside for a bit and it was like, mm-mm, no, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. We, we do not do this. Not us. It flops over dramatically. It's like, the most expressive plant then, I've ever seen. Then I'm going back to my first question of, you sure it's not an Audrey 2? Because <laughs> that plant was <laughs> super dramatic. <laughs> no, I've seen other plants online that are like, yeah, I, I totally understand your, your dramatic plant. I, I get it. Okay, just making I'm sure. Dealing, I'm dealing with the same thing, man. They get okay. Plants, you'd think they just sit there. They're unassuming, right? You're like, it's just a plant. No, plants are crazy expressive. They will let you know when they are not happy. Yeah. but They let you know. One of the coolest things, though, is the fact that, like, if you have it where it, it, like, I don't know, say a fern or something, I don't know, whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, but something that likes direct sunlight and you have it sitting on, like, a countertop and the sun's shining through half the window, It'll lean towards the where the sun is. And then if you turn it, it'll lean again towards where the sun mm-hmm. is and stuff. And that's something that's really cool that like people don't understand that yeah, plants are living things. Yes. And they they react to stimuli. Yes. And it is insane how much they react. And it is insane how much they will let you know that they are not happy. Exactly. Mine would lean away from the sunlight. And it's just like Okay, okay. It even get a little annoyed with the lamp it was sitting next to. Well, you know so, what it is. Instead of aloe vera, you have emo vera. I, you know what? It's gotta be. Yeah, that's uh, it. So I, because I misheard something when my son was talking to me after I got the plant. I, I named it baguette, and so now I like to say it's just this little prissy little French child. Like <laughs> that works. Yeah, we, we, we put some pinholes in a water bottle top to reuse the water bottle mm-hmm. as a waterer. Yeah. And so so we like to joke uh, that we tell Baguette all the time that it's only getting the finest bottled water. It's getting sink water. I yeah. mean, but it it's thriving with its new bottled water and no sunlight regime. So I'm hoping it's new friends, Chibata, Brioche, and Croissant. They all have a good time in their dark little world because honestly, <laughs> I don't know what to do here. I'm it's going against all the plant lore. Yeah. Well Yeah, that's all I can really yeah. say. Just yeah. yeah, so I'm not really I'm I'm terrible with plants and this one it's let me know that the the sunlight thing is not okay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, could be worse. It it really could be. It could be. It could be screaming feed me, and then I would have to give it a bleach bath or something. I'm not dealing with that. Do not blame you at all. I wouldn't either. <laughs> Any plants starts talking to me, it's going. Good call. And I don't mean I'm giving it away. I mean it's going. <laughs> you guys. No, that's right. That's the right thing to do. That's how you <laughs> save the world. Yes, it is. Yeah, a lot of people Unsung don't know. Heroes. Original ending. Mm-hmm. Plant takes over the world. And then where are we? Uh, plant food. 
Exactly. I don't want to be plant food. Same here. Yeah. Oh, so bad. Yes. Your turn. Okay. What? Well. Uh, what's? What is this I see on the <laughs> on the list here? Huh. Okay. So you want to talk about uh, cursed things, like you know, potentially a cursed plant trying to take over your life. Mm-hmm. I have a curse. No, Ben. It's something that I am wary of, and I understand that it by no means is a real thing. Mm-hmm. But in my life beforehand, anytime I would get some sort of version of Final Fantasy four or Final Fantasy two, if you want to you know, go with the Super, T- Super Nintendo version or whatever, uh, I would start playing it and immediately I would have fallen into some sort of financial like pitfall yes yeah it's happened three times total well yeah that's that's a little too coincidental to be comfortable with yeah so this new this new pixel like version has come out on Mm -hmm. steam and i'm like i really like this game and i really want to play it again because i've never played it all the way through because see curse one two and three Mm -hmm. so it was super cheap on steam so I own it, but I'm not playing it yet. I've never played that one. It's good. It's like, it's got some really good story behind it. Um, yeah. It like, it, it really, I, let's see, let's put it, let's put it this way. Um, Without really gotten too far into Final Fantasy three and not really playing too much of two, four seems to be the one that really starts picking up the the overall hey there's a really big story like overall story going on here mm-hmm. whereas like with two and three it was like hey go over here and do this okay like it was a lot of like fetch questy kind of doing stuff you get a little bit here and there of, of yeah. you know bits and pieces of story this one starts off with like cinematic and it's all this opening thing that's going on um like characters come in and narrative. out narrative yeah tons of narrative um characters come in and out of your party in and out of the story like have their own Wait, motivations give me your items before you go they do like as okay, soon as they good. leave you get their stuff okay good yeah I, that, I hate it when they do that <laughs> it's yeah. always the worst because um, they always it's always the guy who has the best thing and you're like you're the main character why are you leaving yeah eris i'm looking at you anyways mm-hmm. um so yeah it, it, it it's just there's a lot going on with it. Like your, your own character. Well, I shouldn't say your own character. The main character like goes through massive amounts of like character development and change during the story and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is one of the reasons why I really want to get into it. It was the, the, the game that I always wanted to play, but um, I didn't have a super Nintendo until I got my first job when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't find yeah. Final Fantasy 2 anywhere at that point. Um, yeah. You know, the, the Nintendo 64 is coming out like two or three years later than that. So, yeah, Final Fantasy 2, you just couldn't find. And even yeah. if you did, you'd be lucky if the battery still worked on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things where I only played it like at a friend's house. And, you know, I'd get a certain get to a certain point by playing or whatever. And then, you know, have to go home or whatever. And then over the next two weeks, that friend would just continue playing my save game. So I never got to really see what happened on a lot of it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just it's really neat. I've seen huge chunks of it. And uh, overall, I would love to finally be able to finish and play that game. 
but I am absolutely terrified of the curse. Oh, yeah, I, I totally understand. I mean, for it to happen twice is still coincidental enough to laugh off, mm-hmm. but but that many times, nah, I'd be I'd be like looking at it cross-eyed too. Exactly. So now I might just have to uh is, John's going through all of the Final Fantasies because he's never beaten any of them before. I've noticed he's yeah. played a lot of them, but never beaten all of them. Uh well actually before that he's never beaten any of them. <laughs> but uh he just started really? for today. So maybe I'm just gonna have to settle for just watching a live stream of all of it. I know. I say wait till after after you relocate, Ben. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, but again, yeah. we'll still see. <laughs> Because it's like, hey, new place. It's like, I want to make sure I can still live here. So. You can still live there. Yeah, but not if I fall into financial ruin. <laughs> financial ruin. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's 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 the thing that's going on. Uh, any, anything else that uh, you're doing? Or before we, we jump into our, our shared uh, topic, if you want to talk about the shared topic. No, no. I mean, I want to talk about the shared topic, but um, no, nothing really. My plant thing and other just. Yeah, I've been really busy, too busy to like game. No, really. I understand. I understand the fact that I, I mean, <laughs> to give you an idea, um, I the only thing I have played is Ghost of Tsushima because Titanfall 2 was from like two months ago, maybe. <laughs> And everything else is, you know, stop playing this, and uh, this is cursed, so I get it. Yeah. Why even buy it, then? Like, seriously. Because it was on sale. <laughs> That's what you do with okay. Steam. It was like 12 bucks, so I'm like, okay. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, anyways. Steam is, Steam's more about collecting the title than playing it. Yeah, it's it's Steamamon. Gotta catch them all. Mm-hmm. That'd be bad. I bet there's someone out there with every single Steam game. Oh, I'm sure there is. And that person is Gabe Newell. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, we we got a chance to play some more Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, we did. It was um. It was interesting, Ben. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was. See, Dice decided, nah, just no, to all of us, for everything. It was so bizarre. It really hey, was. Hey, I would like to know what this guy is, you know, inside check. Okay, that's a four. He's your best friend. Score. I mean, <laughs> new best friend. Yeah, new best friends are great. Yeah. Definitely. I, you know, I gotta say, being a DM in a situation like that, like... It wasn't one of those things where a failure would like derail everything. It was a failure would just postpone things. Yeah. So because otherwise I wouldn't have made you roll. There's no point in that. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm of the, the, the very, I believe, uh, smart way of doing things of, well, if you roll low enough, that means the story doesn't continue on. And it's the end of the game. It's like, why would you even make them roll in it in that? You yeah. Know, very. Yeah. Off that's, chance. that's too. That is too important to leave up to chance yeah but because some low rolls happened things continued on as if you weren't even there we can roll above a 12 to save our lives you guys what are our, our um cleric managed to but it was for 
only the most inconsequential things. There were and yeah, even then things here and there, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it wasn't a ton. I mean, there was a really high like uh, insight check, but mm-hmm. I mean, be, who who he was insighting was you know kind of challenging to do anyway. But I mean, he got some decent information out of it at least. Yeah. But yeah, but it was it was crazy. It was bad. So I, I'm like, OK, the best way for my bar to get information, because that's what we're doing is we're gathering intel around town as I'm like, I'm going to go to a tavern in total disguise because it can't be me. I'm I'm a hero. People know me on site. It's it'd be really weird for me to walk into this specific establishment. I'm staying in the fanciest in the, in town. I'm known as a hero. I'm known to have money. I can't just walk into this place and be like, hey, because that's crazy suspicious. Exactly. Exactly. So so I walk in in total disguise and I'm like, hey, and I found the one tavern on the planet that just didn't need a bard. Did not need a bard. <laughs> yeah. The place was jumping. I mean, yeah, it was amazing that there were so many people in that place. I mean, it, it helps that it's the only that place usually in area. works. That usually works. Like, you go in, you spread some coin around, you do a few juggling tricks, you tell a couple stories, people get deep in their cups, and they start blurting out everything. Tell you their life story. Yeah, unfortunately, that place was (laughs) too rocking. It was too full. It was, yeah, there was absolutely no conversations happening. Yeah, people just, oh, yeah, dancing, having fun. Like, mm -hmm. this isn't a, hey, I'm sitting in the quiet, dark corner by myself kind of, of tavern. No, it's it's something weird's going on in town, guys, to set the scene. Something weird's going on on in town. People are going missing. So everybody's afraid to go out after dark because that's when everybody goes missing. Oh, so some people one, are. Well, some people are. And that's where we've got the one tavern open at night. One. It all, in, in this massive town, there's one tavern open at night. Everyone else is going home early. Well, no, only in a section of the town. Yeah, it's other true. sections it's of true. the town. Yeah, they're still open, business as usual. Yeah, because only poor people are going missing. Because like, yeah, yeah, you guys, yeah, whatever you're thinking, yeah, that's right. You know, they're poor. No one's missing them. So the poor section of town is is like closed down. I mean, honestly, you think I. I'm half convinced the guards are doing it because it's just so nice to have a curfew. <laughs> like, and not even an official one, either. Yeah, it's an unofficial curfew. They're policing themselves. Everybody's going in. It's quiet after dark. That is kind of nice. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So, it is just mayhem in this one tavern. And and poor Angus, our, our sorcerer, he's like... I'm an ex-hermit. I know. I'll come to the tavern with Norm because she doesn't want to go to the snooty dinner because that sounds like torture. Well, at the same time, safety in numbers. You can't, you know, rule that out at mm-hmm. all. Totally can't. So, yeah. No, the, you, you both went there and Dangus was also just caught up with everything, you know, in the act of being your manager. And yeah. totally missed stuff, too. I mean, it... it it was a very unsuccessful night. It was. It was all around. And then the boring dinner was going on. It was so boring, you guys. Like, my bard, not built for high-class dinners. 
But at the same time, tons of new information and exposition. Yeah, yeah. Out. Lore dump. The lore dump happened over there, and we were like, "Hmm, interesting." Yeah. As a serious aside, Ben, I have a real problem. Okay. Okay, so I am taking notes during this campaign, as we both know. Yes. Because I'm building you a wiki just to have, and because I love you. And you're just so great at DM, and I thought this would be great. When I play D&D, I am so far in character, I can't take good notes. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, I don't know what to do. It's like super deep method acting or something. I'm just like, guy, human, talks like a twit. Yeah, okay, it's on my notes. It's like, I've got to write down these notes on this this the Mr. Lore Exposition Dump who hosted the fancy dinner party I didn't go to. And all I got down is that he's a snooty elf. That is my <laughs> entire notes is that he's a rich snooty elf. The end. Rich snooty elf who's been around for a very long time, dresses very well, has, collects art and artifacts, uh, has a giant manor, treats his staff very well. Well, you did. You did see it when you guys uh, went and talked to Biggs and Wedge. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Biggs and Wedge, the second one in the series. You guys. Yeah, they're common names. Everybody we like knows to hang that. out with each other. Yeah, of course. All Biggses must have a wedge, and all wedges must have a Biggs. Yeah, so I, I, I honestly, I, I really tried this session, and I'm like, heck yeah, and the next day I go to look at my notes, going, heck yeah, notes. Why did I think these were thorough? They're not. They're so bad. Yeah, well, it definitely didn't help out that I had homebrewed a new god for the, for the <laughs> universe, and had, let's see, one, two, three, four five big paragraphs of lore dump about these relics that have been happening or that, you know, that everybody's kind of like stumbling into. <laughs> so yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, my notes literally say night Pip's name is Gregory. <laughs> That's right. He's the, he's the, uh, the night help. Dudes are dead. Deaths are connected. Five hours with book. Akita, owner of Jealous Lily Red Tiefling. I just stopped. And I was so proud of these notes. <laughs> but I'm, I just, she doesn't write. Why would I be writing? You know, yeah, I, I just, sense. I cannot force the writing when I'm, when I'm in a D&D &D game. Like, I, I guess I'm going to have to make some sort of studious monk person next campaign or something. Yeah. Speaking of your book, though, how'd you like that uh, magical book that you're reading? Oh, Okay, guys, so my character is illiterate. Like, she knows some words on sight. She she can cite words, but not a lot of them. Not a lot. Uh, so <laughs> I picked up one of those tomes of, of extra charisma, which give you yep. extra charisma. The tome and, of leadership and influence. Yes. And uh, everybody's looking at me because out of character, they all know I'm illiterate because it came up. But nobody was there to really witness it. And I, I, I rolled pretty high on my deception. The couple times somebody handed me a piece of paper and went, Ah, yes, the Temple of Bahamut. 
and put it in my pocket. We must go there. And she's sitting there going, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. (laughs) So. (laughs) And then. So, so when you pick up a tome and you're illiterate, everybody wants to know, how are you going to read the magic item? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe it'll just let me read it. Yep. Because <laughs> it's magic. Up to the DM to figure that problem out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I looked at it as, uh, you know, magic items, like they change and fit sizes to whoever's, you know, attuned to it and, you know, whoever's going to wear it and stuff. So mm-hmm. I figured, why wouldn't the book change itself to, you know, go with whoever's attuned to it or, you know, whoever the, the user is. So that's why I'm like, great. It's going to be a pop-up book. Also an yes. audio book. <laughs> it's an audio pop-up book, you guys. It's like, pull tab one now. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. Well, I know what a one looks like. Oh, look, they're talking. <laughs> it was so funny yeah we had a lot of fun with that Mm -hmm. i'm definitely not going to go through the entire book but no no and you shouldn't have to because that's 48 hours of of narration exactly and no one wants that from me (laughs) no one wants 48 hours of a like how to win friends and influence people exactly but yeah no I've, i've been having a lot of fun with that and uh I really had no idea how the last session was going to go just because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have a couple, uh, uh, well, uh, I can't talk. I have a couple, you know, pokers in the, I can't. Irons in, in the fire. Irons in the fire. Thank you. I'm like, pokers, that's not right. I have a few irons in the fire. So I didn't know exactly, you know, what was going to be pulled out. And there was potential for a couple things to happen that's due to bad rolls. None of them did. And nothing happened, you guys. We were trying so hard. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? Another day goes by. A dinner was had. I was able to do a huge lore dump, which I was I was super excited about that, too. I worked really hard on that one. So, yeah, it, we could tell yeah. a lot of love went into that. So I was uh, just really happy about it. So overall, I had a lot of fun and I'm like, great, we'll do more later. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But oh, man, when when. There were so many opportunities, too. You're like, hey, roll on this guy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to roll on this guy. I rolled a six. <laughs> okay. It's just like, cool. I, I don't know what that was about. I hope he enjoyed his breakfast. Yep. But at least you know that if you really wanted, you can get a pumpkin spice latte over at Starducks. Yeah, Starducks, guys. Starducks is real. There's a taco stand and a Starducks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I am inordinately happy about it. Yeah. Look. You know what cracks me up is how many times we've had coffee with breakfast and <laughs> and you know, the paladin is just getting mugs of this stuff and then all of a sudden she's just like, Wait, there's coffee? And we're like, Yeah, there's been coffee. Exactly. Oh well she wouldn't drink coffee. It's like you've been drinking gallons of it, dude. <laughs> you know, I don't know if she actually has ever ordered it. Huh. Good question. Eh, doesn't matter. That is a good question. (laughs) I know other people have, and that's all that matters. (laughs) Yeah, I don't drink coffee in real life, but my D&D character, she's a bard. She's up late. She's drinking coffee. Definitely. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, so I'm looking forward to next session and uh, seeing where it goes from there. And you guys, uh, if we can roll over a ten, would be nice. <laughs> exactly. You, you've got uh, seemingly a, a new quest that uh, uh, the cleric kind of talked to your benefactor about. If we can convince mm-hmm. the two of you to do that, and uh, of course, there's the the mystery of the disappearing people. And yeah, which are honestly, our paladin is like so invested in this, and we're all kind of like, yeah, we'll help. Well, on top of that, too, she's also digging into her own thing that's going on. And then, of course, we also have the Trade Summit coming up in, you know, a few weeks. Hopefully I'll have read my book by then. Hopefully, because if not, then it doesn't work anymore. I'm trying real hard. I know. You got five hours now. Yeah. Five hours of 48, guys. Five hours of 48. Hey, you can do it. I I really hope. I really hope we're not thrust into something where I can't. Uh, that's entirely up to you guys. Mm-hmm. Just, you know what? Always bring your book with you. You never yeah, know gonna. when you can get some downtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know, if you need to read overnight, that's a choice. It is a choice. It, it, I would just love it if you guys had to go out <laughs> and you, you, you do the, the dome and everybody's sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's your watch and you're just listening slash watching your book. Yep. Like, you know that's what she's gonna do. Oh, of course. Because, yeah, and then she can't leave the dome to do a very good watch, so she just summons the critters to do it for her. Honestly, it's really good thing she bought that, that bag of tricks when she did. Because if I knew then what I knew now, I'd be like, Slap myself on the back. Good job. Nice work. You bought a thing <laughs> that is going to come in so much handy for the way your character is. Yeah, it does work really well. Yeah, it does. Like, you know, except for when I need a, like a terrier and I get a two rats and a goat. Exactly. You know, that happened, guys. Who needs a lion when you can have two rats and a goat? I'm like, yeah, let's follow the scent trail. I know. Two rats and a goat. And then the goat jump scared us. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot, didn't you? Stupid goat jump scared us. Yeah. Fun stuff. (laughs) I love this game. I do, too. It's the only place where you can set up your own jump scare, immediately forget about it, and then get spooked by it. Yep. (laughs) Uh, well, I think that's uh, that's about closing time at the uh, whatever that place is called that I made up that I can't think of any more of what Starducks? it's called. No, no. Starducks has been closed for a while because, you know, daytime and nighttime and all that. No, I'm talking about. Yeah, he's got to about... go be Dark Queen Duck now because Drake Mallard runs, mm-hmm. the, runs the Starducks. And, oh, yeah. you know, he is the terror that flaps in the night. Yep, no, I'm talking about the Jealous Lily. It's time for the, the doors to close up on the Jealous Lily. And for us to At pull 10? up our drawbridges. I guess it is It is an hour later where you are. No, not yet. Oh, not yet? Okay. Nope, but still got to get this ready for you. Yeah. All right, everybody. So that's going to be it for us tonight. If you like this segment. Segment. Well, oh, you know what? I just, I just is... popped over into a Luder the Mage. You did this to me, Ben. This is a you segment of their time. That's yes. all. A segment yeah. of their day. 
If you guys like the show, you want to talk to us, uh, hit us up. Maybe let me know what's going on with my freaking aloe vera. Uh, you can find us on Twitter mostly. I'm at Aludra's Pets. Ben is at Ben Bumhofer. And the show is at Battle Pet Show. It's not a Battle Pet Show. It's at Boxfort Show. It's at because I was just talking about Battle Pets. Dang it, Ben. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you did this. You did this to me. You did this. It's at Boxfort Show. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. And if you have any questions, comments, want to tell us about what's going on, email us, boxfortshow at gmail.com. And of course, every single episode that we've ever done is the same place where you're listening to it right now. Or, you know, your podcast platform of choice. Or on our website, boxfortshow.com. Exactly. We're all over the place. We are all over the place, which is crazy because we're in a pandemic, Ben. We should be more careful. Well, we're spreading ourselves digitally. How's that? Hilarious in so many ways. I can't even begin to explain it. Then we should close it by now. I, yeah. It's getting to the point where I'm having a hard time making words work. So Ben also does wordsmithing in other places. You can oh, find right. him on uh plus five to hit where he plays d and discussion where he discusses how to dm and be a better player of D. Mm-hmm. sometimes they have some really cool guest stars on the show it's really awesome and it's always interesting to to hear how other people play yeah and even more so it gives you kind of a, a look into my mind on how i do stuff sometimes yep yeah so as a player in my game it's really hard not to talk about some of the stuff we do because I don't want to spoil it, so it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even when I know certain things, I do my best not to spoil it. I, I, I like to lean into it, you know? Just lean into the... the... Exactly. And I love that. Yeah, it's so much fun when you know one thing and, and you're like, oh, okay, this is going to affect my RP from now on. I must RP this and it will be glorious. And then Ben catches my eye and he's like, you are being awful and I love it. Uh, Briar's Bluff. Mm-hmm. Anyways, everybody, until next time, be good to each other. Thanks for listening. You all come back now, you hear? Wrong outro. <laughs>